0: You're listening to Tune Into Talent, the show that talks about the ever-evolving landscape of talent needs, exploring strategies and insights that drive innovation and growth. From hiring the brightest minds to nurturing exceptional teams, we're here to talk about how to unlock the full potential of your organization.
1: Well, hello, and welcome to Tune Into Talent. I'm your host, Lindsay Coy, a senior organizational development consultant at Talogy within our Americas region. And today we have an exciting and important topic that we'll explore with my colleague and co-host, Vicki Marlin, who brings a wealth of knowledge in employee assessment and development as a consultant at Allogy. And Vicki is also representing our Americas region. So together, we'll dive into the nuanced world of assessing high-level leaders as part of an organization selection process. Welcome, Vicki, and thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thanks, Lindsay. I'm so happy to be here to discuss the critical role that assessments play in shaping effective leadership and organizational success.
1: Yeah, we appreciate your time. Now, before we dive in, I want to spend a little bit of time just laying out our key discussion points for this episode. So, First, we'll spend some time talking a bit about why we're here. So what are professional assessments and why is it crucial to properly leverage them to assess high level leaders before bringing them into your organization? And as we answer that question, we'll also address some common challenges or concerns that could potentially surface for organizations and or the candidate and how to swiftly overcome some of those. So let's go ahead and kick things off by addressing what our recommended practices best practices look like when selecting high-level leaders when applying for most jobs candidates regardless of their level or their tenure tend to submit a resume cover letter and complete several application forms and this is all important of course but one final step is that One final step that is often absent from the selection process with the top high-level leader candidates yet is so crucial is the incorporation of multiple psychometric leadership assessments, which for the sake of this podcast, we'll be referring to as assessment battery. So what does this look like? Typically, we'll partner with our clients to ensure their assessment battery aligns with organization's goals, the strategy, the vision, the culture, and the supporting competencies. Now, some of the common areas that we tend to target include emotional intelligence, resilience, cognitive ability. Um, A lot of these facets just greatly influence how our leaders, and especially senior leaders, tend to show up in their role. Now, another type of assessment that we may incorporate is a situational-based leadership assessment. This is something that helps us to gauge how they would handle common challenges on the job. Now, once these data points are collected, our skilled consultants and industrial organizational psychologists will review the data. And in the event that they find inconsistencies or perhaps our assessors just wanna spend time learning more about why an individual responded the way that they did, they may conduct a targeted behavioral interview just as a follow-up. Now at that point, all of the data are then used to create a tailored selection report for hiring managers and other key stakeholders to leverage. And this (laughs) this really just sheds light on their top strengths and opportunities and watch outs and how the hiring organization might support the individual in their development should they decide to move forward with their hire. So all that said, now that we're aligned on what assessments are and what best practices um, in a selection process might look like, let's discuss why it's crucial to properly assess high-level leaders before bringing them into an organization. So first, Vicki, I'm really curious to get your thoughts on the first of our top three questions that were asked by clients or sometimes prospective clients, which is how can assessments help illustrate past work behaviors that the leader may have displayed and how can that help predict future professional performance?
0: Yeah, I'm happy to weigh in there. So, though you might have some visibility into an individual's career journey and experience what you see on their resume or linkedin profile is really only the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. after all it's not about what someone has done in the past it's really about how they've done it so for example while a candidate may have worked as the vice president of sales for the past 10 years that fact alone does not answer questions such as What did it feel like to work with them? Did they demonstrate emotional intelligence and leadership? Did they make a point to empower their team and give them purpose in their day to day tasks? Or maybe did they bring empathy and authenticity, strong relationship building skills and assertiveness to achieve results? Or did they focus primarily on their own objectives, demonstrating aggressiveness and rigidity in their leadership style? And then finally, When stressed, under pressure, or navigating through times of fast-paced change, how are they likely to show up?
1: Mm, Yeah, those are all such really great points and questions worth exploring.
0: By exploring one's natural workplace behaviors and those tendencies based on the output of valid and reliable assessments, Organizations can make so much better informed hiring decisions, especially when the data is complemented with what has been gathered from background checks, references, and interviews. And the assessment piece gives us insight into a candidate's personality, which is largely fixed over time, and it plays such a large part about how someone shows up every day at work. And interviews allow hiring managers to delve deeper into the results from the assessment so another benefit of leveraging hiring assessments is that these reports often include behavioral interview questions that are tailored to an individual's assessment data and hiring managers and hr don't need to come up with the questions on their own which is so helpful when everyone is busy at work Behavior-based interview questions pose past behavior-focused questions. So candidates are forced to provide examples of how they displayed behaviors on the job in the past. So even if an organization opts not to have an interview conducted by one of our IO psychologists, hiring teams can be much more intentional about what they're asking and the quality of the information they gather from their candidates which with less manual effort. So for example, if someone's assessment results show that they may not tend to stand behind their decisions and decisiveness is important to the role, the hiring manager can ask specific questions around that competency. Like think about a time when you made a decision that others did not support. What challenges did you face from stakeholders afterwards? And what did you do to overcome them? What techniques were the most successful? What might you do differently in the future? Based on the real life example the candidate provides, the hiring manager can determine whether decisiveness is a true area of concern for the candidate or if they have perhaps put in some guardrails in place to ensure that they're typically able to show up as confident when defending their decisions.
1: Mm, That's such a great point, Vicki, and that's one of the things that often comes up when coaching leaders too, just in the sense that our natural tendencies and preferences can be overcome through those behaviors so thanks for raising that now another question that we often receive from clients looking to invest in an in-depth assessment process is can the data drawn from the process help predict a candidate's organizational fit and i think where this question often comes from is there's nothing worse than hiring a senior level leader only to later learn that they weren't a good fit with their manager, the team, or maybe just the overall company culture. And quite frankly, I think this can be equally disappointing for the individual and the organization. And in fact, in the blog that I recently wrote on this topic, I referenced how, according to Harvard Business Review, what we call a poor fit hire can actually cost a company up to 300% of that employee's salary when that individual resigns or is let go which can be quite significant again especially when considering senior leaders
0: wow yeah that is a incredible figure Uh, especially when you consider that depending on the year between 25 to 40 percent of new employees turn over within a year Mm -hmm. so that's really a big financial gamble to take Uh, but to your question assessments can absolutely help reduce the risk of turnover and ultimately help prevent organizations from these sunk costs by measuring for both culture and team fit and advance and high-level leaders really have a substantial influence over an organization's culture molding it through their beliefs values and actions and whether they are positive or negative actions or values of or beliefs so cultivating a positive organizational culture takes years of effort but it can really be jeopardized by even just a few actions that are misaligned with the prevailing values so the careful examination of whether leaders contribute to or impede the development of the culture is a really important step that should not be overlooked and many assessments can support an organization with learning more about their candidates tendency to look in the mirror and this reflection or the self-reflection really ensures that they are setting the behavioral example they want others to follow in alignment with the desired culture. And there's also some assessments that specifically target someone's cultural fit, and that can shed light on potential alignments or misalignments with the company's values. And this information is instrumental in facilitating meaningful discussions during the hiring process to help candidates gain more clarity on their values and also help them discern whether they're likely to find long-term satisfaction within the organization.
1: Mm, yeah, really great points. Now, in addition to the cultural fit, I think you know it helps us to also learn more about how a senior leader will fit within their prospective team and especially the team dynamics that are at play through the in-depth assessment processes. Um, so just curious if you could speak a little bit to that as well, Vicky?
0: Yeah, of course. So by increasing an awareness of a leader's tendencies, as well as those around them, high level teams can really better communicate with one another and understand how each individual on the team is likely to show up both when they're at their best and when they're most challenged. So. To support these efforts, some assessments offer coaching reports that aid HR and hiring managers and managers in understanding how a candidate might fit in with their team. And These reports can also serve as a helpful guide for managers as they support a new hire and their teammates to understand why they do what they do and what each individual's work styles and preferences are. So for example, Talogy has a psychometric assessment called the Caliper Personality Assessment, uh, one of our team's favorites, one of the assessments that I use the most currently in my role. And this assessment really sheds light onto how a person is likely to communicate, make decisions, interact with others, solve problems, and prioritize. And having these insights about these things uh, about each person on a team can really help the team understand where there might be conflict with a particular leader, and how to navigate through the conflict in a healthy and more effective fashion. Mm. So it's a really helpful tool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the important things too is when you have that caliber profile data, we have it, you know, in our back end where we can leverage that and pull it up really at any time, even if it's for leader succession planning or um, other high potential identification for those individuals. So some bonus uses.
0: hmm Certainly.
1: Yeah. So, at this point in the podcast, I'm going to move us into our final top question received from clients when it comes to leveraging assessments for high-level leaders, which is, what can we say when our top candidate for a role tells us the process is too time-intensive and they don't want to complete it. How is it that we can gain their buy-in?
0: Yeah, that's a great question and we do hear it sometimes and it's definitely a question that people can expect to hear at some point. Um, So the key here is really being able to communicate effectively the why behind the investment of time and effort. So that really means uh, touching on many of the benefits we've discussed throughout this podcast you know, for example, how they want to ensure that they'll be a good fit for the organizational culture and team, just as how the candidate likely does too. So when you explain that why, the rationale, uh, we've found that it can really help set our clients' organizations apart from others that the candidate might be considering because they're taking their selection seriously and strategically. Right? We're not just taking people's time for granted. We are um, really thinking through the reason for this investment of time and effort.
1: Mm. Yeah, just like anything else, I think communicating that why really is key there and helps them to, to understand the importance. Good point.
0: Also, it can be helpful to mention how the assessment data and reports can be used to support the leader's development throughout the onboarding process should they be hired for the role so it's not just a uh, one and done type of thing Um, the information can really be used moving forward and so the leader can glean increased self-awareness guided career goals and tips to become a better teammate or a manager and ultimately get some stronger performance results from this data that is got received from the assessment so really by presenting the assessment battery as a tool for personal and professional growth rather than a judgment or evaluation our clients tend to find success in increasing the senior leader's participation
1: Hmm. yeah i think it's a great way to show their investment uh, in their personal development and career development right off the bat and i think this is a great opportunity too for organizations to leave. Weave in uh, things such as coaching and really making sure that they're getting that tailored development up front. Well, thanks, Vicki. And yeah, I can certainly see the value in presenting the assessment process overall just to the candidates in the slate. And just want to throw out there as well that in the event that we do receive pushback or continued pushback with the candidate, which, again, doesn't happen often. But we are always happy to brainstorm specific challenges that come up and how to best approach those particular solutions uh, with responses. So you're never alone in this process. We know that human dynamics can be messy and always happy to work through that. So as we move into the end of our conversation here today, I wanted to do just a quick recap of what we hope you'll find to be some of your key takeaways. So. While the inclusion of a comprehensive assessment battery in the hiring process may initially seem like an additional burden for high-level leaders, the long-term benefits for both the individual and the organization cannot be overstated. When leveraged in the right way, assessment processes can offer some really crucial insights into workplace behaviors, cultural fit, team dynamics, and ultimately can offer opportunities and more clear paths for personal development, like we've discussed.
0: Absolutely. The process serves as an investment in future effectiveness, satisfaction, and cohesion of the leader, their team, and the organization.
1: Well said. Yeah. Well, thank you, Vicki. And appreciate you sharing your insights and lending your expertise on the strategic use of assessments in leadership today. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on Tune Into Talent for our seventh episode. I hope you found this discussion to be enlightening and valuable. And if you did enjoy this episode, please like, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. While this should only take a few minutes max, your feedback really helps us to bring you relevant, meaningful content, which we ultimately hope will help you to maximize your organization's potential. So thank you all for listening and until next time, take care.
0: For more information about Talogy, visit talogy.com. You can follow us at talogy on Twitter and on LinkedIn. Just type Talogy into the search bar. Thanks for listening to Tune Into Talent. We'd love for you to hit that subscribe button.